0: What's going on? Welcome to the 41 Week. Today we're going to talk about episode number one, Tesla. About a year and a half ago, I was fortunate enough to buy a used Tesla. I was torn between purchasing new or used, and potentially what I talk about today will kind of persuade you potentially why I went with one or the other. Now I could probably make a pretty good argument that 90 percent or more of two income families where there's two working parents and both parents have a vehicle at least 90 percent of them could do fine if one of them had an electric vehicle and potentially even a Tesla now there's typically some kickback with that Uh, common questions I've received What do you do about charging? How much extra does that cost? How long does it take? What do you do when you go to Florida or to Texas, and there's a lot of travel that you have to do in one day and you don't really have time to charge? Do you have to sit eight hours waiting for your car to charge? Short answer is no, 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 and no. Um, Think about your typical iPhone over the years the iPhones have even had software in them and hardware that's allowed faster charging based on the type of charging block you get. So the typical small block with an iPhone, they call it a 5 watt charger, it typically takes overnight to charge your phone from zero to 100%, right? And then if you were to use an iPad charger to charge your phone, you might charge your, your iPhone four or five hours, three hours maybe, right? And now they make these 20-watt chargers, which is essentially, this it's a bigger block and it uses USB-C rather than USB-A, which I know I'm talking Greek to some of y'all, but forgive the language for a minute. It uses a different type of cable, a different type of charging, and you can charge an iPhone from zero to 80% in like 30 minutes. That's their claim to fame. So, Teslas, in specific, a lot of EVs do this, but I'll talk Tesla for the sake of the argument, that's what I'm most familiar with, Teslas do the same thing. You can get a Tesla charger, plug it into your typical 110 outlet that you use to charge your phone every night with, and it would take, yes, a long time, like probably 48 to 54 hours to get a full charge from zero to 100%. Nobody does that in the Tesla world, nobody what people do is they typically do a supercharger or they charge through a 220 volt which is the same type of outlet that you charge that you charge that you plug in your stove top your dryer maybe a deep freezer things like that For instance at my house my father-in-law helped me install a 220 plug in my garage right off of my panel so I can tr- basically charge my, my car every day when I get home from my house electricity and a zero to 100% charge would only take like maybe seven or eight hours but I'm never charging from zero percent and I never charge to a hundred percent so my car only charges maybe two or three hours a day every day when I come home from work or every night while I'm sleeping you can even set the car to not charge except for between certain hours to make sure you're using the best case of your energy bill, right? So typically, like in Louisiana, where I live in South Louisiana, a typical kilowatt charge is 10 cents per kilowatt. It works out to like $5 at max to fill my car. But again, I'm never charging from 0% and I never charge to 100%. My electricity bill on average has went up 30 to $60 a month. That might sound like a lot, but when you consider that's replacing a 150 to $200 gas bill I was charging, I'm actually paying a lot less to charge my car per month than if I were to have a gas bill in a, my truck that I used to drive around, or e- even in some cases, some cars. Now, the last case is the supercharger and this gets pretty specific based on the model year you have like my car is a little bit older model so it doesn't do the supercharging as fast as the newer cars do at most i'm going to spend an hour at a supercharger charging but if you were to get a car that's like i think 2016 or 2018 i can't remember the year model where they changed it at most you're going to spend 30 minutes at a supercharger and if you're traveling you're, again you're never going to be quite at zero percent and typically you're not going to go all the way to 100 you might spend 15 minutes at a supercharger when you're traveling across state lines or going to Florida for, for example right going to the beach now superchargers aren't everywhere which is also a downside so a lot of people don't typically use these for travel but remember at the beginning of this I said 90% of people could do from this doesn't mean both People in the family have to have an electric car so if you have a family that's two household income two people that have vehicles one of you get an electric car one of you drive a gas vehicle and then whenever you take your travel to out of state you take the gas vehicle it's not that big of an issue even if you pay extra for gas you're still saving in the long run for electric should that be the reason why you get an electric I didn't get this car because it's environmentally green and I'm trying to save the environment that's a pro it's definitely not a con but that wasn't on the top of the list on why I wanted this y'all y'all know me y'all seen the channel you see the kind of content I produce I'm a nerd I wanted a Tesla because it's literally a computer on wheels this car is one of the first it is the first arguably and one of the only cars today that still get better over time so what do i mean by that my car two three nights ago had an update to the car the computer in the car got an upgrade right your phone gets an upgrade every so often the car gets an upgrade not only that my phone has an app that i can communicate with the car that also gets upgrades that allows me to do different things with the app Uh, the most simple thing that i do pretty often since we're in South Louisiana and it's really hot, five minutes before I go to get in my car, I just turn the air conditioner on, right? I say set the AC at 70 degrees, get some AC blowing at full blast. By the time I go to get in the car, especially with kids, you see the car seat behind me. It's a cool cabin. It's not burning my kids. It's not burning me or my wife when we get in. Cool. It works. Pun intended, right? Um, Another thing you can do is you can pop the trunk you can pop the hood where there's storage in the hood because there's no Electric or there's no gas motor under the hood. You can unlock the car Open the doors. I've been out and about whether it's in my own garage or somewhere either at work or at a friend's house Wherever I might be I might not have my key fob on me, but I can unlock the car with my phone still I can use the phone unlock the trunk Get something out the trunk put something in the trunk whatever it might be any of the controls typically that you can do from the car you can do from your phone so it's pretty cool to do that and again the app updates just like the car does about three months ago there was an app update that allowed me to see all of my charging specs the car has been doing it forever but now in the app you can tell it how much you're charging is, for for, for example, energy or a Demco, and it will tell you how much you're paying in electricity to charge your car. Pretty cool. Um, I didn't mention this earlier, but superchargers, if you own a Tesla 2016 or older, which this is one of those models, you do not pay for supercharging. It, it was kind of like a plus to get whenever you bought the car kind of them trying to talk you into getting the car and a thank you to the early adopters so if you do have to pay for supercharging I don't think I've ever seen a supercharger bill higher than about seven or eight dollars it definitely fluctuates based on the state because electricity bills are different based on the state right but even then a full charge is typically less than 10 bucks at most and that would be where gas is like five or six dollars a gallon I'm sorry, 4 or $5 a gallon. Typically where we pay less for fuel, electricity also costs less, so we see the same amount of decrease in in fees. Um, Also with supercharging, it's not good to do on a normal basis. Just like with your phone. Your phones are not meant to charge constantly, all day, every day. A car is also not meant to charge all day, every day. The the running kind of example with Tesla is they want you to set your charge at 80% if you can. Like if for me, I only use about 30% battery daily when I drive to and from work. If I foresee I'm going to be doing a lot of errands, or I'm going to run to New Orleans, or I need to go to Baton Rouge and home and then back to Baton Rouge, and I won't have enough time to charge, you can charge it up to 100%. But you're not meant to charge higher than hundred or higher than 80 or 90 percent on a daily basis unless you're going to actually use it because it's not good for the battery same thing's true with your iphone or android or whatever you have you're also not meant to keep it where it's always charging and fluctuating higher than like let's say 50 percent your phones are meant to use until they go to zero percent cars the same way Obviously you don't take a car all the way to 0% because if you get stuck somewhere, um, and yes you can still get the tar towed, and 0% isn't a true 0%. There's always a few extra miles because they want you to try to get somewhere safe and it's more of a safety feature than anything. Do not run your car less than like 15 or 20% unless you have to. I will intentionally set my charge low or not charge. So where I can go to Baton Rouge and back twice and bring my car back less than twenty percent to keep the battery degradation high. Um, another thing with battery degradation: batteries in Teslas don't just all of a sudden stop working, right? Your iPhone just battery doesn't just all of a sudden stop working; it just lowers and lowers and lowers over time. Your your car is the same way. So you're not going to wake up one day and the battery just. Oh, it stops working and you can't get to point A or point B over time it's gonna go down so for example this particular car I believe when it was brand new was 265 miles on hundred percent today I can get about 230 235 I think on a hundred percent charge which means I've lost about 30 percent battery or I'm sorry not 30 percent 30 miles of range which equates to about seven or eight percent of the battery which equates to about one percent degradation or one percent loss every year that's minimal that's nothing if th- that means this car could essentially go 20 years before I have any major decrease actually probably even 30 years before I have any major decrease on range um, So that's about where I wanted to stop the recording for today. I I might pick back up a Tesla part two next week, based on some topics I might have missed or questions I didn't have. I don't have a running list of questions or topics that I'm trying to talk about. I just have a topic that I'm just talking off the cuff again while I do my daily commute. So hope you guys enjoyed it. Hope you potentially learned something. Um, if you have any questions about Tesla, I'll do my best to answer. I'm by far not a Tesla horde where I'm going to say everybody needs a Tesla. I think everybody could use one and benefit from one. But if it's not in the cards for you, don't get one. You don't have to. Re- regardless of political or governmental thought, Like it's not a, a requirement for you to go electric. So hope you have a great day. Till next time, see you later.